0: I'm Sam Saitels, and you are listening to The Pillars of Hamilton. And guys, what are you doing on March 8th? Are you going to be at the Hamilton High School Gymnasium? You better be, because it is the Hamilton Education Foundation Taste of the Town. $25 for a ticket, and you get to taste foods from over two dozen local restaurants. And where's your money going to go? Right to the kids. This money is going to be used to award grants to the teachers in the public schools of Hamilton. Guys, $25, buy a ticket, support our schools. All right, my guest today is Kim Duffy. I've known Kim for years as her kids go to my school, but as we state in this episode, we're like passing ships in the morning, just saying a quick hello before she's off on her way. But I've been hearing about Kim for years and the magic she does through acupuncture and yoga. She came very highly recommended by very respectable people. And at the end, there's a really cool treat. Once the episode ends, we go right into a guided meditation. I did it myself. It was super relaxing. And once it was over, I didn't have a care in the world. I recommend you try it too. In this interview, we talk about yoga, her acupuncture work, what it means when you're talking about somebody's energy and the importance of breathing. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my friend, Kim Duffy. You're listening to the Pillars of Hamilton. That's with me, Sam tells And you want to know what I'm going to give them? Only the finest that Hamilton has to offer. The biggest blueberries you've ever seen, baby. And they're all here right now. I've known you for a couple of years now. Yeah. And we were talking about how, like, you never get to know people anymore. You get mm-hmm. these little snippets. Yeah. I've always, when you come in to drop off your boys, I'm always like, she seems very cool. I want to ask her about yoga. And you've noticed probably that every now and then I get to, like, sneak it in, like, a yeah. quick question or something Tell- like that. I know,
1: but we're, like, passing ships, and we're always with a lot of people, and we're, like, moving through kids and, like, yeah. I, you know, like, for what, like... Three years. It's mostly been, hey, how's it going? <laughs> in the last three
0: years, we've probably spoken <laughs> hey, like adults a total of what like fifteen minutes, <laughs> you know. and most of it's probably about kids. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. It's
0: well, it is pretty crazy. cool. I get to do this now. I'm Happy,
1: so. yeah. Well, I'm it's specifically
0: so I get to talk to people like you, who I'm very interested in your life, the things that uh, people, the things that people say about you, and the the things that you do in your professional life. I'm fascinated by and. Um, It's something I want to learn more about and possibly pursue after this conversation.
1: love it. I love it.
0: When did this start?
1: Yoga, specifically? So we're going to go back to like 1999, 2000, probably. And I had graduated high school and what else? Um, Went to college, went to Rowan. For what? Uh, health and exercise science.
0: So you were into physical stuff. Yeah, I was stuff. into
1: like medicine, like biology, things like that. Yeah, very very much so. Um, and then I I think when I was younger, I was also really interested to in into like religions of the world and like culture. Oh. I used to like watch like National Geographic with my dad and W H Y Y and I think I was just very in tune to like other cultures and Kind of how other people do things. Were you
0: a religious person yourself? No,
1: not not particularly. I mean, I went to CCD and did the, you know, like, the church thing with my mom and went to St. Joe here and everything. But I think I was just interested in, um, when I was younger, just really interested in, like, why our culture does things the way we do it. And, like, you're looking in magazines and looking online and, well, not really online then, but, like, (laughs) (laughs) online. You know, everything's online. Um, But just, I was... Mesmerized with like the health and the healing that other cultures
0: did this happen do. because you you met someone who turned you on to this kind no, of stuff or
1: um not particularly, I mean, I think as I got older, I got into like was really interested in metaphysical stuff, like you know everything's like crystals and stones now and Reiki and I had a handle on that younger I don't know I think I had a book come in my way it was like Hannah and Judith is the name. Um, Wheels of Light. That book kind of came into my hands around. Crystals? Yeah. Like people are now like putting energy medicine. It's a lot more energy medicine. Have you heard of any of that? Like I <laughs> have.
0: And and, <clears throat> and I want to come at you with some questions. Yeah. And I don't want you to. It's just...
1: funny because like I have two worlds. Like there's the ac- acupuncture is what I really pursued in my life. Like as far as like a career. And yoga has always just been like a thing that. I got, and I don't, I mean, honestly, I've been doing it for so long that I don't even remember, like, the beginning of when I started to, like, be interested in it and practice it. And
0: Are the I, two related? Know. Like, can you do, uh, have a yoga studio where you also pa- practice uh, acupuncture? You could. Yeah. It's
1: two kind of sort of different things, though, in a way. Like, um, acupuncture has more of, like, a modality where you're looking, you're working with a client, you're taking an intake, you're really going through medical your their past medical history and looking at their main concerns they're coming in for healing most of the time whether it's shoulder pain or back pain or migraines i i have treated so many different things fertility um, there's a lot of you know there's a lot of ways that you can go about
0: but do you deal with the crystals
1: no well i did way back in the day like i have them in my house but, but I don't do not those assume... really,
0: like, is there scientific research? There is be- a
1: frequency to stones. There is. There is. There's a whole frequency. There's the the geology of where they come from, the frequency of, of the planet. And, like, there's a lot of emphasis on that. I don't particularly use that in my practice. I think when I was younger, I was really mesmerized by that. I read about it more. I kind of, like,
0: so was the attracted into you...
1: those things. <clears> but
0: So my question is the more, because I haven't researched it, and yeah. I really don't know anything about it. Yeah. So it, the more you researched it, were you more into it or are you more turned off by it and wanted to try something else when it comes to healing people
1: in terms of like stone like stones and stuff like that yeah
0: just working with- um
1: it was just interesting it was just another way of like wow you know like people really are connected to that and like it, it helps them in some way and i mm. wanted to know why and how does that help them and and everybody's so different that you know it's like with anything like people use different things right. to help their healing and it's like some people go to the gym because it's a physical thing. And some people do meditation because it's more of, like, an internal quiet stillness thing. And some people go out hey, in nature and go hiking. And right, some and people some people, people like,
0: smoke cigarettes. And I'd much rather you go with a yeah. crystal than smoke yeah, a cigarette, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, that yeah, why not? Yeah. If it's working, why not? Yeah,
1: and I think it's all a matter of, like, you know, what are people getting from that experience? Like, what is it about using crystals? What is it about, um, you know, receiving or doing Reiki? Or what is it about yoga? And so I think people are looking for um, just a way that they can identify I just think in their own life like something more it's a spirituality it's not necessarily religious but I think it's more of like connecting to something that and stones are like it's nature its, it's we are of that in a way and that's kind yeah. of what I was taught you know when I went to acupuncture school is like my my training was based out of like a Taoist philosophy and some Buddhism thrown in there a little bit and it's all about the fact that the cultures then, you know, we're going back, you know, thousands of years ago, they were living in relationship with nature. They weren't so removed like we are now. So they're ident- they were identifying with their health and the seasons and attuning, and, and they were living within the I land. mean, that's what it's it was all really, based off of, so, right? Buddha yeah. Being
0: in nature for yeah, yeah, all yeah. that time. And,
1: and that's really kind of how I think my life with my career and my interests really. Probably did start from just questioning. I do a lot of questioning.
0: Still to this day. <laughs> yeah. Are you getting Why? any answers? Are you getting? I mean,
1: <laughs> no. You know, like I not really answers, but I think it's kind of guided me in my own way to make different decisions in my life, and, and you know, kind of be with a- people differently, and just um, yeah. So I think both both areas of my life, like the yoga definitely is something that I do for me. It's, it's always been my go-to. It's been, you're making space in your body. It's you're really it's really more about breathing, to be honest with you. It's breathing, it's knowing how to breathe and it's knowing how to keep like your cadence and your breath. When the physicalness of the practice becomes like you hit, you go to your edges and you have to maintain that in a calm state. So like the hard poses, people are, you know, Instagram and all this, like yoga is very trending right now for sure. Um, it wasn't like that like 20 years ago.
0: Was I was going to ask you like, how it's changed over the last 20 years, but, but before I do that, let's get to the breathing though. So mm-hmm. w- what are the benefits? And, uh, so, and uh, that's the number one goal for your students? Is that what you want from this? Well, to really,
1: it's kind of a mesh of so many things. It's, um, there's like eight limbs of yoga. I guess this might be like five. We're podcasts gonna start long. doing numbers. <laughs> <We're gonna be laughs> like part go, five. Four
0: branches to a limb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally. Part five. <laughs> part five. Podcast. You told me
0: before we get on here, you're like, there's where do so I even get started? <laughs> I mean, there's
1: so many angles like we can go down, and like, and oftentimes I don't like to like talk about like the blanket generic. I like to kind of go in and have people have an un- understanding of some substance. Like walk away with like, oh, I finally understand. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, because but, that's that's part of yoga, right? Yeah. Is, is there is a mystery to it and <clears throat> I think that that that's kind of a, a it, it can have its benefits but we talked about bikram yoga the other day. yeah, we're going. Yeah, I know know (laughs) know. I'm staring down there, but it's like you take that uh, curiosity people have, and then you get someone who's super charismatic, Mm -hmm. and suddenly they're listening. If you haven't seen this, people, you don't know what I'm talking about. On Netflix, there is a documentary called... Is it called Bikram or Bikram?
1: Yeah, I think it says Bikram something. Bikram. It's a
0: man who brought yoga to America, his own system, became uh, famous, and he's just a really bad guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, that is an example of someone who like became this, what we call like this guru status where, and there's so much to that. Cause I I went to school with people who went and did this training and my best friend did. It was very, what you got there is like the shadowy stuff. Like it, There's the the positive, it's with everything. But he was really functioning in his own shadow places where they were not yogic. The ethics of yoga got lost in that translation. Yes, okay, so
0: that's what (laughs) uh, someone like me who is not doing yoga and I watch that and I am curious thinking that yoga is very mysterious and I see that the guy who is the guru or whatever and I see who he really is and I get really turned off but then I talk to someone like you and can I say some of these quotes that people say about you oh be ready for this makes me feel super comfortable it's unexplainable her energy very authentic not a fad if you know what I mean well there you go. Oh. <laughs> uh, she pours her passion and knowledge into her work, and that's just a couple. Sweet. Yeah, people just want to give me quotes like that's that. Really good.
1: Cool. That's... I appreciate. Th- yeah, that's really nice.
0: And then I hear stuff like that, and I'm. I really think that whatever you're doing for these people,
1: you. Yeah, I mean, you're get that, and that's kind of what I'm saying about how, like, I think over the years yoga has gotten it's 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 trending and i think people lose sight of honestly what it is and it could be yoga could be anything for anybody like Hmm. and you're talking to someone who's been in the world for so long that like for people who never even like had a practice or attempted to practice like i get a lot of people that don't even do it because you know what we see now online is like really skinny people you know in a really hard posture and like um you know or it's like hot yoga and all these terms and it's like I can't do it because it's hot and I don't like the heat and so there's you know there's so many variations of the practice that I tell people start with what you're attracted to and start with a style that you feel comfortable with and start with a teacher that you might you know come across and and stick with them for a while and 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 don't define your one experience from that teacher or that studio or that style or that Bikram you know like documentary like you have to realize that you know 20 years ago there weren't a million yoga studios even around here there wasn't a lot of yoga studios around there might have been like uh, four five so you know and then what happens is over time a lot of these people are you know creating studios and then doing their own teacher trainings and then kind of like in-house training their students and then so it's building like that from the inside out Mm. and it wasn't like that many years ago there was a small group of like um teachers and their lineage was respected and you kind of knew their teacher and that line was you kind of knew where they came from and over the years it's gotten a little
0: Watered messy
1: down and, Yeah, and everybody has their own spin and, and is kind of adding their own flair and being creative and doing yoga with this and that. And, and it's all well and good. I think for me, I'm kind of like a purist. I'm, I'm, Stick to the I'm, I'm very much like there's so much in just the foundation. Like there's so much there. Like that's not even tapped into. My practice... It's
0: like, not even tapped into. Tapped into.
1: Yeah, there's so much. There's so much breathing to still learn. I mean, just understanding breath work could be like a lifetime and then add in you know you're moving your body and you know like you're learning and it's it's, it's honestly how far down the rabbit hole of yoga you know you want to practice like if you want to start chanting and you want to start learning like the yoga sutras and you want to start you know reading the books and kind of dive I mean you can go so far in yeah and some people just do it because they're like i need to stretch and i just want to arrange a motion my shoulder and that's perfectly fine and you can stay there and do your practice like that for as long as you want as long as it's helping you and it does and the more you practice it uh, my experience of it is that I just it makes you go inside it kind of quiets down all that you know, distractions around you. Like when I get overwhelmed or I'm very stressed, like I go to the floor, I take a couple breaths. I do a couple. I mean, nowadays, because my kids are all over the place. (laughs) My yoga practice is like 10 minutes.
0: And you have quiet kids, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you, real quick, uh, shout out and plug to your kids. Let me tell you something. Kim has a couple personalities at home. (laughs) Oh, when I went to the martial arts school the other day, and he's in the middle of a class or something, and Seamus yells out, Mr. Sam. Him. Oh, oh that yeah. gives me that big shameless smile. <laughs> yeah,
1: he is amazing.
0: I can't yeah. imagine doing uh, rested breathing around him, though.
1: <laughs> no, no. And that's been a challenge. I mean, after having kids, like, I had, like, a routine and a flow. And, it, like, after you know, I became a mom, I was like, whoa, I am really... Like, I'm not used to (laughs) Like Mm. I need my downtime. I need to like, recollect and like, breathe and, yeah. What is that? I know, it doesn't exist anymore.
0: No, no, seriously.
1: It doesn't exist. Yeah. So now I utilize that, um, you know, in my house, it's like the moment I have both kids, you know, I come here, I drop them off, Shay's in kindergarten, and I go back to my house and that's where I'll start my day and, you know, just do a couple things, like sit, do my own little meditation, work through a couple things, and then kind of get on through my day. But I make that time now be to, like, just come in, touch base, get a sense of, like, okay, how am I, what am I, what am I feeling like? How's my day? Here's all the stuff I have on my plate. Like, it's just a way for, and that's yoga. Like, your meditation can be your yoga. Really? hmm Huh. hmm And that goes back to, like, the eight limbs thing. There's, like... Okay. The first limb, the second limb. These, I'm not even going to say a me lot me a of like. Bit. Well, they're like Sanskrit <laughs> names. Like the first two is like Yama and Nayamas and they're about the ethics. Like there's like a rule. Like and what you saw in that DVD, on DVD, I keep saying the, uh, the the Netflix thing was. Um, a teacher who really lost sight of, like, the first two foundations. Of I'm love. not
0: sure he ever really had that no. sight. And think a lot
1: of it was, like, do no harm. Mm. You know, I mean, simple. I think, I
0: think he's a really good example of why you should never mistake charisma for wisdom. Yeah. And I think people often do that. They're looking for some kind of leader, and this charismatic guy comes along, but he's not wise. He's... Uh,
1: well, I'll tell you what. Because I've practiced that sequence i've done i've done bikram for a while um it feels amazing in your body the people keep going to him because the sequence is like very intelligently put together the way the postures are done the whole breathing exercise everything is done so when you're done that practice like you feel incredible like so that was the hook for a lot of those people
0: could a beginner go into something like that and just do their best or is that not absolutely
1: yeah, I would say people don't be afraid to try, try yoga.
0: I'm not <laughs> you afraid. You won't be
1: afraid. Some people are intimidated. I mean, it is intimidating. Like you, People coming in with that kind of practice, um, you know, it's you're in like a 105 degree room. It's very, very, very hot. Um, but the weird thing is once you start breathing, you actually don't, the heat doesn't bother you after a while. It's that's very, not what i heard uh, it, the more you do it the first time you go i'm gonna say the, if you've never done it oh, the first time you go you just want to eat really light and you want to breathe and pace yourself and usually the teachers will like tell you you know you can rest lay down like you know don't try to try not to leave the room like stay in the environment mm. and work on your breath but that's kind of the first experience of like finding that edge and working and kind of identifying with your breathing like being in a very uncomfortable situation
0: so just a sweat pouring yes. everyone around you is probably doing it better than you so like you don't want to like no
1: judgment so a lot of that stuff comes into your head so it's so yoga like is perfect because it metaphors your life like what do you do outside of like your practice it's a mimic for your life like being uncomfortable and staying with it and learning yes. how to breathe in it and not bailing or not you know, whatever your defense mechanism is. And so that is why I've practiced yoga for so many years because it trains you, trains me to kind of... You must be
0: very mentally strong.
1: I mean... At least
0: when it comes to physical stress.
1: Yeah. Most well, I would say moderately, but I, I'm human and I do break down and I do... Everyone. There's, cool. everyone has a breaking point. Totally. But
0: when you test it as much as you do, uh, you know, that bar gets raised and raised.
1: Yeah, I, I think now, like, I'm not as a reactive person. I was, when I think when I was younger, I was much more reactive, would probably be really pissed off really quickly and react. And feel, really? Like, angry. Yeah.
0: So, okay, so I have done yoga a few times. Yeah. I was humbled. Um, I, I definitely saw people there that, you know, they, they, they were older than me. Yeah. They, they look like average people, you know? And here I am, been lifting weights. This is a couple of years ago. Okay. Lifting weights. I was pretty big at the time. And I am just a mess in this room. Old ladies just rocking. <laughs> and I'm over here just trying to hold it together. I made it to the end. I would never so quit. And and let me tell you something. After my injury uh, last year, do you remember that? My pectoral tear? Yeah, okay. Yeah, things haven't been the same since. Right. Uh, my whole workout's changed. And I think, no, I don't even think. Like, I know that the best thing I could do for myself would be yoga. Uh, it's, I've done martial arts, terrible for you, you know? Uh, yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. lifting weights, but that feeling you get from yoga, yeah, mentally and physically. Yeah, it
1: exists, it's really cool.
0: Everything, <laughs> just off your shoulders.
1: Mm-hmm, <laughs> you probably had a great sleep. Yeah,
0: <laughs> everything. Yeah, and then the, then- the best part is that like nothing bothers you anymore. You know?
1: I mean, things will always still come and bother you. I mean, things bother me every day.
0: Yeah? (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Even after a hot yoga session?
1: I mean, yeah, you're just like, you just start to learn that you go into. I don't know, I'm speaking for my experience. I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, I notice that I take more breaths before I speak. I try to. It's like everything just is a little more slow you're very down. cognizant of your breath breathing yeah, like aware of what I'm saying I you know okay like or i'm I'm identifying what is uncomfortable in my body like oh my god, do I feel anxious like I feel you know or, or what's what's showing up you know and like how do I use the tools that I'm using on my mat or um and then take them into your life like you have to so for me it's not you don't go to the yoga mat and do your thing and then walk away you know um that's how it's kind of trained me over the years where i can feel like i'm in the practice all the time now Mm,
0: yes Uh, you said the word that you can notice the way you're feeling yeah Uh, i've done meditation Mm -hmm. and i think that's the biggest thing i've gotten from it is that cool yes where you're like in a situation and you don't even realize how stressed you are you don't realize how tight stomach is and how you're holding your breath oh yeah and you're like wait a minute okay i know what's going on now (sighs) It's going to be all right. And
1: I just think we've all been like, you know, like we don't have like we move so fast in the world. It's crazy. Like, I mean, three minutes, two minutes of just closing your eyes before you. I mean, I did that like when I got here. I was like, okay, I don't know what's coming at me. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what we're going to talk about. (laughs) I'm kind of a little nervous. Well nobody's gonna ask me. Like
0: Were you a little nervous? <laughs> how am I
1: gonna sound? <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> Who's gonna sound listen? Good, sound good to me. You know, me. What am I gonna
1: you know? You know, all <laughs> the like self like judgment, you know, critical things. And and I just was like, oh, okay, like I feel this like weird feeling in my belly but it's okay i'm gonna breathe i'm gonna like relax and we're gonna like you know well if if
0: anyone's wondering if that stuff works kim seemed about 90 percent more calm than most of my guests so i think it worked (laughs) (laughs) so So, i you have me sold on it uh before you got here i was one of those people who was saying when i do it um i'm doing it for the stretching for the overall health uh, and you know the mental stuff you know i do all my physical activity for, for my brain you know um but you really got me sold on this breathing
1: oh it's so cool
0: yeah Yeah.
1: there's so many different techniques like but just prana it's called pranayama pranayama breathing so it's it's like the darth vader sound
0: oh please (laughs) let's hear this wait let me hear it start again start again (laughs)
1: So you're using that paced breathing. Like, it's it's like um, are kind, con- and that's usually what you're doing in a in a flow practice. You you're just like doing that, that throughout too. the. You're yeah. trying to
0: stick with that throughout yeah, the entire class. it's like a pace. It's
1: like so you're you're breathing like the same inhale length to the same exhale length
0: mm. the whole time. And I'm assuming it's like uh like a meditation practice where you may trail off for some reason and then you just go right back to it. Right? Exactly. Mm. Yeah.
1: Like you know the 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 teacher will you know call the next pose and you'll move into that whatever whatever it is and basically you're trying to not break that uh, relationship to your breath. You're always going back to your breath and you know you're on your mat and you'll you know look away and you know like you said like I looked at everybody else and I saw it. <laughs> so you're breaking the whole meditation. It's like but it, it it's happens all the time. hard to stay focused. Yeah. yeah. And so you're going back to your breath and you're identifying with what's happening inside and so your breath is your root and it's but isn't that what it's like for every like right now in this moment, doing it like all the time. Yeah, one of my teachers just said yoga is just breathing, and all the all the postures and the asanas are just thrown in. Just, they're just they're just <laughs> extras. Was, yeah, and well, I was like, wow, they make yeah, the like, breathing challenging so cool. for sure. Yeah, and the harder your practice gets, if you do something that's a little more intermediate, advanced the deeper the breath becomes and the more connected you have to be. And the more challenged you are not to break that flow and to, you know, not get in your head and not start to judge yourself and not start to, you know.
0: So I know that you're taking on a a whole new venture in your life, big time. Uh, What were you doing uh, a few months ago that, that you are now no longer doing?
1: Oh yes. Well, Teaching studio classes.
0: That's what you were doing, teaching studios.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, so let's see. um, I had Seamus in 2000. And well, I had, so I had my acupuncture practice. I'm going the way back machine here. Mm -hmm. The way, way back. The way back machine. Um, I had my acupuncture practice in town in like 2006. And then I kind of folded that in 14, right before Shay was born, because I couldn't find anybody for like maternity coverage. Mm so struggle had, is real struggle is real there's not a lot of acupuncture people around here so, no. <laughs> but um so i did that and i was teaching yoga in um for a studio in haddonfield like a philadelphia based studio mm-hmm. um and i did that all through you know when i had my practice and stuff and and then shay was born did i still teach i can't remember if i was teaching well i was kind of popping from different studios and then um I don't remember. Oh my God, this is like mom brain. Yeah,
0: <laughs> the timeline. Well, well,
1: but so then yeah. So then I was in Hamilton. I I I taught for um I taught for the studio that had opened up. Blue Lotus. Blue Lotus. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, like one class a week just because my I can't fit t- tons of glasses in. And then they switched owners. And then I just thought like you know it's like time for a change. I just felt like it was time for a change for me. And mainly because I think um, when people come in to take yoga in a studio, I think the way I teach is that I like to kind of give almost like a little workshop. I like people to definitely learn something. I don't want to have people come in and just go through it and then walk out and be like, I don't I don't know. Did I do that right? I don't, like they're so questioning you're giving more of an experience. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I just felt like when you're in a teaching teaching a class format like that, it's it's great, it's wonderful. But I really do like the one on one. I I like people to be like, wow, you know, for ten years I've done this wrong, and nobody told me that I did it wrong.
0: Mm. And
1: I like to be able to like, for even for safety reasons, because it's you know when you have a classroom of people, you can't really get in there and
0: Gosh, adjust like, people
1: every minute, you know, and like. But so I really thought, you know, I'm just gonna step away and really like just see what happens, and yeah, so. I'm going to do private, you know, people are interested in private yoga. I'm offering that. All yeah. right. Let's talk. We're going to go
0: to commercial. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. When you come back, we're going to talk all about your new venture. Okay. Um going to talk acupuncture cuz I got questions.
1: Oh my god, yes. And I
0: want to talk about energy because I don't feel like I totally have a grasp on what you mean and what other people mean by when they say quote it's unexplainable, her energy. I want to know what you mean by energy. I want to yes. know what kind of energy I have. I just want to have this little this talk. This is good. I'm a little scared, but... Uh, no,
1: I will go, we'll go there. Oh, we'll go gonna there. I'm reframe it for
0: you, yeah. All right, we'll be right back, right. people. You may know him from the Reed Preschool video, the video that got 6,000 views. I am not joking, people. I hired the perfect person for the job. John Bradley, what's up, brother? Hey, I'm John Bradley. I run a company called Bradley and Company. I do photo and video, specializing in promotional videos for small business. John Bradley, how do they contact you? You can visit my website at www.itsbradleyandcompany.com. No, it's It's Bradley and Co. You just leave that in there. You can add me on Instagram at it'sbradleyandco. We are going right into that energy. what do we mean what is this energy people keep talking about sometimes I don't even know if they understand what they're what they're talking about
1: yes a lot of words and language yes <laughs> okay um, so I'm going to go back to I think I mentioned this in the beginning when I was saying about how like different cultures I'm gonna a little closer there we go Yeah. so um, you have to think about things in a different frame of mind like we have to go back to like how our ancestors were living with and in and on the land. So like that term is highly used in the Eastern philosophies, right? Eastern meditation, yoga, they all kind of reference that same quality. We call it energy. They called it prana. They called it chi. They called it, um,
0: (gasps) so that's what they mean right here in martial arts movies, harness your chi,
1: harness your chi. it's like just a word so it translates to life force right like it's a life force energy so so when you went back in the cultures three five thousand and way before that um they were questioning right like the force of life like what gives life life what's what's moving what's energizing that creation the creation so it's very Taoist, it's very Buddhist. Like all of those traditions have, in Indian too, Indian philosophy has the same quality, of, <coughs> excuse me, they call it prana. Um, honestly, that's the language for it. But what that also is translating to is like nature. It's all coming from this idea that we are not in the hierarchy. We are, we are within, we are the same. We are the trees, we are the soil, we are the birth. like. They had no identification that they were different they were higher up in, in that oh way. okay you so you don't mean saying?
0: i am a tree but you mean i am the same word same
1: worth. energy yes we are all created out of that same
0: we are not special right right
1: so you have to start thinking in a different from a different angle and i think what happens too with us in the west is that it becomes for some people more of like a government. Now we're starting to tap into like life and religion, and yeah, you know, it's like. But it's it's not the same. It's idea. not that. No.
0: Right. No. It's, it's not kind of the stigmat- creation
1: story. It it's, seems
0: it's, like it's stigmatized because of that. Yes,
1: and I think, yeah, yeah, and people make judgments and they 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 translate it because now in the modern world we're translating things to what to, to how it fits our life now, and so, you know. Back then, energy meant something different. It was like how we cultivated ourselves within the environment that we lived in. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, like the like you do, do, you do karate, like jiu-jitsu? Uh,
0: or, I recently did, did jiu-jitsu, I have a black belt in taekwondo. Oh, cool. Uh, wrestling, all that like stuff.
1: Like Aikido. So, so, you know, like all of those kind of tap into that same, they're talking about that same energetic, right? And it's so, I think I'm speaking to it. Like, is there, do you have any more questions? Well, okay. And how it's So
0: can you define, and I'm not putting you on the spot, that, but I yeah. uh, just don't hurt my feelings. Yeah. What is, like, do I have an energy?
1: Everybody has an energy.
0: Everybody has an energy.
1: Everybody has, yeah.
0: And can you feel someone's energy?
1: Well, you can feel someone's energy, but you can also, um, like... You think about it in terms of like, is it a strong energy? Is it is, is it a soft energy? Is it like, what are your senses picking up? And that's what we do in acupuncture. That's, acupuncture is like looking at a person's chi and it's like the weather. So are they hot? Are they heated? Do they have heat symptoms or they have inflammation, right? So heat equals hot equals inflammation. Are they deficient? Are they frail? Are they weak? Is their chi? You know, do they need to be supported because they're frail or they're cold, right? They don't have so a lot energy. So, energy covers
0: a wide range oh, of yeah. things. Oh, yeah.
1: So, in, in Chinese medicine, we're looking at it the, the quality of someone's tree is reflecting, it could be a reflection of their symptoms, right? It's, it's, so, you have to, again, in acupuncture, in Chinese medicine, we are not separating the person from the environment. It's like we have our own weather system, right? So, someone comes in and they have, let's say, how about um like digestive issues i have irritable bowel syndrome right so irritable so it's irritation so we're going to be looking for heat right the person might show up that they're maybe overweight maybe that they actually they have their face looks red they have heat signs they sweat or so energy you're looking at the energy of the quality of the pattern of the symptom and you're also looking at the energy of a person so like if you look Hmm. at my energy i'm like kind of a little frail. I get cold. Like I'm, I'm small. I'm not robust. I don't have a loud voice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a kind of a little bit meek. A little. You know. So I have qualities that are like softer and deficient and a little more like like I need to kind of like get my young going and stay warm. I'm always cold.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that's your energy. Yeah, always, my cold. always cold. Always <laughs> cold.
1: You know, like um, I get tired really do you, easily. So
0: do you look at people and almost define them by their energy?
1: No. No, because then you're pigeonholing, and then you're labeling, and then no, no, no. It's so we, it, and it's within no judgment. It's not a critical thing either. You're just looking at the constitution of a person, and you're identifying w- on what spectrum is that person hovering. It's not good. It's not bad. It is what it is.
0: Even it's when like, people say something like, "Oh, they give a really, they have a really negative energy about them," is that something completely different? I
1: see. I don't like to. I, like, I, don't, I, I mean, people do say that. I mean, but you have to say well, what is it about their energy that makes them negative? Are they are they mean to you? Mm, or are they giving yes. you, like, the side eye, I thought? Know, what, what defines the negative energy? Like, I don't know, I don't kinda like to use that. Or, or just, you know, like, some people just give off a bad, like, just not welcoming is maybe a better word. Like, you see somebody and maybe they don't, you're not attracted to that person. Yeah. You don't really feel like you're welcome to come and say hello. It, You know what I mean? Like, it could be that quality. I I think what I'm thinking of when we talk about energy and chi is more from the perspective of, like, my brain goes to, like, acupuncture brain, like practitioner that's been trained to kind of look at a person, identify, like, their symptoms that they're coming in and and identifying their quality of their chi. That's kind of how I use it. You know what I mean? But when people on the street are like, Oh, that's a good energy, and that's oh, I don't like her. I tend to like not to like.
0: Does that make you cringe a little? Eh, just well, hey, I can, what, you know What, it what is? about I, when I, a fan of yours says it's unexplainable? Her energy that's got to make you feel good, though.
1: It is a very nice statement. I, whoever said that's very sweet. Yes. Um, <clears throat> But I mean, my intention with people, and I think that's also a a good word to use, is that like, what is your intention when you're around other people? Is your intention to be warm and welcoming? Is it to be, you know, and some people, you know, don't even, some people are overwhelmed. You know what I mean? Like they don't, Mm. and again, you're you're making a statement on someone's energy, but you don't know their background. You don't Mm. know what just happened. You don't know what the last text they read. You don't know their story. You don't know their, kind of cycles back to like our first conversation here. Like, you know, like you only get snippets of people's energy, you yes. snip- snippets of people's life story. And so to judge someone or to get like a, a hit is just a just, sense perception. It's right. not true. It's not, it's just what you're sensing. It's coming into your system. And here we are making, like,
0: You know what I noticed about people like you who are really into yoga <laughs> is that you're able to do that. You're able to slow things down a bit in, yeah. the, in that fast life and just take a step back and realize there's a reason for that happening. Yes,
1: and it's I think it's also, for me, helped me to cultivate empathy with people. Like, really, really, like, stop and think and think wow, this person had this life experience and who would I be if I was experiencing that? Like, you, you know, like anything about like, oh, here we got like Alina, you know, I, I oftentimes think wow, the mental strength, you know, like to kind of navigate that and, and then, you know, go about your day and do daily life activities. like. I, I, perhaps I'd be strong but then again I don't know if I I don't know you just don't know you don't know until you're in that situation and, and it's a true it's a truth for you so I kind of like yeah I think I think yoga I think you know even even acupuncture my training with that taught me how to really understand what it means to be empathetic and what it means to um, you know take someone's energy in quote unquote and 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 hold the space for people without you know like stamping that this is this is this person because we're always changing and we're always adapting and we're always our situations are always fluctuating <clears throat> you know so it's how you show up and then that can easily change like so energy's always moving it's always changing it's always nothing's right. constant it's it's right it's always changing form it's very fluid and, you know, just like we are. You know? Well,
0: <laughs> like, I think you have great energy. I That's how I feel, thanks, so Mr. just saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's official.
1: You have good energy, too. Dude, I've been yes. waiting. I was like, is
0: she going to tell me or not? All oh right, God. so it's good. Yes. It's good. Oh, my God. All right. If
1: children are like, oh, yeah, I mean, they the, aren't the are children like the, the most, like, Honest. they could pick it everything up in a situation or an environment. Like, they're so tapped in, and it's like... I think
0: they definitely get a, a, a real feeling from people people yeah. don't always realize that when they're talking to the kid like you can say words but the mer- words don't matter it's the feeling that totally, you're giving off to a kid totally and right. i wouldn't you know when i'm talking to kids i really do care so yeah. i think that they pick up and on your on
1: energy's that. like you're present and you're listening and your eye contact with them and they feel seen and heard and like it's cool cool it's like, should be
0: Right on. I'm happy now. (laughs) So (laughs) what is acupuncture exactly?
1: Okay. Acupuncture is um, a system of medicine that comes from traditional Chinese um, society and thinking, also Japanese, also Korean, also Vietnamese, like all the different um, Eastern and Asian cultures have their own version and kind Mm. of tree very similarly, but then also have their stamp that makes them a little bit different. So I was trained in more of a Japanese style of acupuncture, which if you compare it to Chinese is, um, based out of the five elements. So it's has a, a little bit of a Taoist feel. So five elements, meaning, um, Earth
0: and or yeah, so yeah. you
1: have like fire, water, wood, air, you know, like but what Dao- do you mean it's based off of that? It's based, well, that Dao- Taoism has a connection to, 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 nature. That's based on kind of what we said before. It's all very much connected to natural law and the cycle of the seasons. Um, so it's a softer kind of practice, like the way we needle is not so much of a, of a Chinese kind of hand where it's a little bit more strong handed, but does that I'll mean it, so, so
0: <laughs> the needles that you use are the same as theirs but the yeah. way you put them in is different
1: yeah the way we needle the the way we apply the way actually i brought needles actually because i knew we were going to talk about this wait a minute i totally did
0: i've never been needed
1: uh, well i mean i'll needle myself because i like technically needed a consent form to break the skin. like i'm no very much oh uh, yeah i'm way. very oh, much I just got by got the so book. excited i'm very much by the book now
0: you're like. a true professional <laughs> Uh, I'll do it to but, myself. Though. But how cool would that, that have been? Though? I can show you them if you were just. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs>
1: um, so basically, it's a system of medicine that does utilize the concept of what we had just talked about. So we're looking at the chi of a person. And so you have a meridian system, an energetic system that the Chinese, Japanese, like 3,000 to 5,000 years old, have mapped these. there's 12 channels but there's actually more than that um and they are oh my god that can get so channels what do you mean like the way your blood is flowing meridians so pressure points are you familiar with i mean did you guys learn that and like did you do that a little bit Uh, yeah just a little bit um but we're tapping into those energetics of a person we're looking at their tongue Right, so we do a diagnostic intake with people. You don't stick so a needle in the no, tongue, No, 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 no. no. Okay. We, we will look at the tongue. We take Chinese pulses. We take a pulse picture. Um, we do like, you know, we're looking at the skin. We're looking at the conditions. We're looking at...
0: So are there, is there medicine on these needles? No. No. What do these needles... What? They,
1: so... Yeah, I love it. I love it. Like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> you're no, no, sticking
0: people's no, needles in. I know.
1: I need, like, a. When I talk do about we it, need it's a chart. so. Yeah, I swear. I wish I had a visual aid because when people, when I do a visual aid and people are like, oh my God, that's so cool. I could see it. It's so hard to describe. Okay. To get, like, because if you were to Google acupuncture, what is acupuncture on Wikipedia and Google, you're going to get. Um, acupuncture is a 3,000 to 5,000 year old. That's why I didn't Google it. I could have researched
0: it before you came here and I was like, I wanted to hear it from you. Yeah.
1: It's very, you go online and you're going to get the like generic explanation. I tend to try to give a little bit more than that. Um, but you're, you're basically utilizing the person's energy and learning how to move their chi to balance it out. So for instance... Here's an, I try to use like examples, metaphors to kind of get people to understand. Someone comes in with a migraine headache or a headache of any sort. Um, their energy is moving up into the head, it's not coming down. So they're getting maybe eye pain or a left right headache, or some people get frontal headaches or whatever the case may be. Um, so I'll I have someone ask me, So are you going to put like, a, are you going to treat by putting like a needle in my head or my eye or my ear or whatever?" And there's some points that, Help with that, but I say usually no. We're actually going to go to your feet because the idea is that you're pulling the energy down and rebalancing that. That person has stuck chi up in their head, right? It's not moving, and there could be a whole other kind of symptoms that go along with that. So we're we're calling the energy to come down and out.
0: So what do the needles do to move the energy? They
1: activate the point on the channel. So we're literally calling the energy of the person's life force energy in their system to move away from that, circulate a flow so that it's like nudging the energy. It's, it's, it's almost like, think about um, the difference between acupuncture is that we're needling to a specific depth. And then as an acupuncturist, a lot of times when I do needle that, you can feel like it catch. It's the coolest thing ever. You can feel the chi of a person catch the needle and it literally... What? Yes, it's super cool. Okay,
0: two things. First of all, when you just showed me that depth... Of that needle. No,
1: it's like this much. Okay, that
0: was about a quarter of what you just showed me <laughs> like, before you scared me. And it me. changes
1: on a person. Like, it, right. you could needle oh deeply into me. Yeah. You know, but as someone who's bigger. I got a little
0: know, meat. You could probably go a little. Yeah,
1: and there's a lot more flesh to get through. It's, It doesn't hurt. Hold
0: on. Wait a minute. But hold on. You feel it?
1: Yes, you can feel it. And the, practi- and the patient can feel it. Oh, my God. Sam, we're going to do a podcast where I'm going to be like having you on the table <laughs> and you're going to be like, I am you so
0: down. And I'm going to be honest with the people because like, <laughs> I just don't understand the science behind it, but I believe you. And I also believe the people who told me they worked with you and the magical things you've done for them.
1: I mean, it's cool. I love what I do. Um, there is a science behind it. Um, I think when people experience it and then all of a sudden, you know, I have had people come like, and most of the time nowadays, you know, people come to see an acupuncturist as a last resort. Back in the day, mm. acupuncture was given to family members. Right, we're going thousands of years ago. It was given every day. It was like a dosed medicine. I didn't know that. As a preventative oh. way to not get sick. But why we do you use think you guys
0: are the last resort?
1: Because um, Western medicine wants to metric it and quantify it and see it and and measure it and you can't measure chi i mean you could probably measure chi now i mean people are doing light therapy so light therapy is a kind of an idea about you know you're activating the points with light i mean physical therapists use that they use light therapy i
0: I know i have some family members who are all about the western medicine Mm -hmm. and all about the western medications Mm -hmm. and i see what those medications do for them versus what your lifestyle will do for other people who are actually really sick. Yeah. it's
1: it's awesome. And and a lot of times I get people who are coming in and, you know, some people do need to be on medicine and there is there is a there's a scope to which acupuncture can treat and then uh, and then and then it doesn't treat some things. <laughs> you know, some things need to be treated. Mm. Um and that's fine. But what it does help do is mitigate some of the side effects from people who you're taking long-term pharmaceuticals for whatever their condition is.
0: So do you actually do any – you you don't diagnose yourself, do you?
1: No. It's Chinese differential diagnosis. It's not diagnosing like – I don't even like to say that word because it's the word. I'm not diagnosing like a doctor diagnosis. Not even close. It's very different. It's very different. You're looking at patterns. We call it patterns of disharmony. You're looking at um, like the imbalances that show up. Right. If someone's simple, like, you know, the yin yang sign. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wait, wait. Yin Yin and yang. Yin and yang.
0: Are we talking about something different from yin yang?
1: Yang. It's, I was taught it was called yang. Am
0: I mispronouncing (laughs) it my entire life? Everybody mispronounces
1: it, I think. That's one of my favorite symbols. Yeah. You know, when I started acupuncture school, I said yang. I said, what, a yang? Yang. Yang. Yeah. Yeah. It was called yang. It's called yin yang.
0: I'm going to try. Like, well, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yin Yang.
0: <laughs> now, I've learned a lot of things yeah. on this podcast, but that one, hands yeah, down. It's so funny. Yin Yang. So,
1: Yin Yang is, oh, here's a, This is a good, this will get people to identify, I think, and get a little um, picture in their head. So, the top of the symbol, right? Sometimes it's drawn the other way, but you have the fatter part is the light, right? With the dark dot mm. at the top. And then it comes down and it's the darker. Right? Mm-hmm. You can picture that in your mind yeah, yeah. the white dot. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's within and without, yin and yang. So it's light and dark. So think about, you see that first, mm-hmm. then peel that away and now identify it through the seasons because that's what that sign is. So it's, the top is full summer, all the light, like, and it kind of moves through the equinoxes. Okay. So you're coming down, it's fall, and you start to lose some of that. And then you're coming into fall, and then it's winter, dark, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the depths and then it comes back around. right? And so you're getting the seasons. That's basically what that is, a cycle of the seasons, and all the equinoxes are in that yin-yang sign. And then you peel that away again, and then you start to identify with, in Chinese medicine, where the organ systems are placed inside that it gets crazier and crazy. it's like you can go down the rabbit how hole how deep is your
0: wealth of knowledge
1: <laughs> there's so much there that's why i'm like oh my you god, love this doing stuff doing podcasts might be very hard for me because like we're gonna so well you need there. your own show this is god. the thing
0: i'll help you out only yeah. if i get hooked up with a, a little acupuncture or oh my god something yeah are we going to do? So we were talking during the commercial break, people, and uh, we might have struck a deal. Are you willing to come and uh, do a guided meditation with myself over the air so that the people at home could mm-hmm. do that Kim's? Would be, that
1: would be awesome. Yes. I think that would be super. All cool. right.
0: So at the end of this episode, guys, if you want to check out the guided meditation, it's right there for you. Cool. Super exciting. Yeah. Um, do you do any of those other things too, like the suction cups? and? Yes. What about yeah, the yes. suction cups? Because I've seen a lot of fighters use it before yeah, yeah, their yeah. fights. They come out with the fight to the totally. fight. They take the shirt off, and there's these circles, circles all over their back. Yeah, and I'm like, what is going it's on? Awesome.
1: It's awesome. So it relieves what we call stasis or stagnation. So you're basically, instead of massaging into the muscle tissue and the fascia, you're basically oh. suctioning and pulling up the tissue so you're, you're it's it's a vacuum so you vacuum the skin up into the cup so it's I'm, like a
0: glass cup that they put on the back and light it with fire or... yeah
1: you could do glass cups nowadays they have plastic ones where it's a handle pump and you can like basically control oh. like how much because sometimes the fire thing
0: it's yeah much it much. seems like a better way
1: yeah i like the like the plastic old school cool, but um so yeah you're putting them on the skin um and it basically circulates, microcirculates around the tissue. So it's really cool to like bring blood and you know repair the tissue for people who are super tight or yeah. have like just you know constriction.
0: Oh, I think it's I can really benefit awesome. from that big time.
1: Sheamus gets cupping all the
0: time. No She's way. Really loves it. Does it hurt? No. It Doesn't hurt. No. Okay, because man, it looks like that skin is just so. No, it feels actually
1: weirdly kind of cool and really good yeah back pain awesome for it now you do that,
0: acupuncture with the boys too
1: a little bit
0: how are you doing it? your husband has to travel all the time doesn't he yes. how the heck are you doing this I don't
1: know I just dive in and I just
0: he's been doing know. it for like three years now right yeah ever
1: since Hawkins was born he like up and like he's on the road. Well I, I mean know. he lives in other states and yeah, he's home for like five, six days at a time and we have our little family time and then he rolls out.
0: That sounds really it's tough.
1: Not it's not how I would really picture things. But
0: Oh that sounds <laughs> when I leave the kids for like four days, I, day one I'm like party by <sighs> two, I'm like where are my boys?
1: Yeah, he's kinda over the I mean he's over it. I think it's getting harder on him now.
0: Yeah. And my little girl, like now when I have know, this little girl, if I had to go, I'd be a mess. I know, I know. It's just, I don't know. Bless his heart, though, man. I I know it's got to be hard. And bless your heart for... uh,
1: Keeping up with it. (laughs) Keeping up with it and
0: and, and impacting so many people Uh, of Hamilton along the way.
1: I like what I do. I love what I do. just... That's very clear. Yeah.
0: I wish I had more time so I could just come over and do some darn (laughs) yoga. I'm going to find a way.
1: We'll do something. We'll have to craft some kind of cool idea and like...
0: Yeah. situate something I would even love if you're to. like
1: you know give you a private class and like you know whatever
0: yeah or maybe it's something with the teachers get like a teacher's thing
1: <laughs> I would love that I mean I have I mean I get ideas all the time and I just write them in a little journal because half the time I'm like how am I going to implement this like I have no time either like, <laughs> like you know <sighs> yeah. so I have you know one. I'm just really you know it's, my life is just a little a little constricted
0: right now yeah but, but that breathing's keeping you keeping you balanced right yeah man hey breathing can you can
1: Just keep breathing <laughs> all right keep breathing
0: as you <laughs> dive into the chat pack oh, okay. all right it is time please oh, no, choose no, 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 no. let's do this one all right
1: if you had to choose one cent cent wait one cent to be carried Lightly on the wind, every time the wind blew, what scent would it be? Now,
0: I wasn't going to give this to, like, anybody. And then all of a sudden I was like, yoga studio studios always smell really good. She might have a good yeah. answer for this.
1: Whoa. Um oh my God. To pick one scent? That's I know. That's pretty hard.
0: I wouldn't think too hard. I mean.
1: Uh, I would probably do, like, white sage. White sage. White sage is a really nice smell.
0: I'm going to look into that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like the smell of sage. So. Yeah,
1: white sage has like a specific smell to it.
0: All right. Yeah. Check it out, people. White sage. <laughs> Question number two, coming at you hot. Like a hot yoga class.
1: Okay. Uh, someone says to you, I have good news and bad news. Generally speaking, which news do you prefer to hear first?
0: I struggled with this one personally.
1: Um, I, I'd probably say the bad news first. Why? because then we could get over that get our shock out of the way uh process all those things that come up all the fears that go along with bad news or whatever it is and then we can look at the positive inside what's the teaching lesson
0: Mm, darn good answer change
1: how do we how do we move forward
0: heck yeah (laughs) and let's move forward with the final chat pack question bam boom
1: all right, what do you still need to accomplish in your career, profession, for you and you alone to feel truly successful? Oh,
0: my God. Oh, man, did we just get deep there? Dude. I know, the last two I are mean, just like, boom, what? boom, but. Uh...
1: God. I mean, um, I have a lot of things that I would like to do, so that's a very hard question. But um, I think i really, I wanna establish, I mean, one of my goals is to kind of establish a, oh, I gotta get closer. Um, I don't know, establish some kind of, I always wanted to do something integrative, like have a a center that was really integrative, like, and practiced true integrative medicine, like where we're all in it for the client, and it's an in-house network, and it's just, it works.
0: You mean like a place to call your own?
1: Yeah. Well, I had one, but I've had a couple trials and, like, some failures, I guess you can say, or just learning experiences, so I want to take what I learned and apply it in a bigger
0: I mean, you must have been yeah, doing okay. that really, really young before you were experienced with anything, right? No,
1: I, I went, came right back from acupuncture school and started my own That's
0: practice. hard, really hard.
1: Yeah, it was good, though. I learned a lot.
0: But you want to do it again and do it right this time. I want
1: to do it right. I want to get the right people. The hardest thing is getting the team. Mm. I think that's, like, the hardest thing for me is, like, getting everybody... <sighs>
0: I know. Uh, I've know? been so lucky with this team at you Reed. Are. I get it. I always I get look it. and I'm
1: like, man, like the symbiotic dance between people. And like when you're in a healing space, that is all, <sighs> it makes it just everything. So I've
0: worked on one side of the scale and the other and it's night and day.
1: Yeah. When you have good people around, it's just like, yeah, I know.
0: So <laughs> do you have anyone that you would like to give a shout out to before we head out of here? Oh
1: my God. I mean, like, I don't know. Everyone. <laughs> everyone, everyone. I'm like shout out uh i want to pick one person
0: uh, not necessarily uh, you can pick four
1: um so all
0: out. the ones you left out feel terrible
1: <laughs> i know <laughs> the crazy part is i feel so like in my house that i feel like i i don't really even connect with people that much because i'm always with my kids and i'm like yeah um i don't know i mean i don't i don't know i can't pick one person you know i i did go to the gym i was just training with matt Matt and Carrie at Solid Fitness. Yes. Awesome.
0: You think Carrie wants to be on the show?
1: Carrie would be on the show. Ooh, yeah, everyone talks Carrie. about Carrie. Like, There's
0: a second hi. episode in a row, people are talking about Carrie.
1: Yeah, Carrie trains me, um, and I like it there, and she's good people. Did you listen totally, to Matt's episode? Oh, yeah. Yes, okay. I did. Yes, like, the oh man. God. Yes, totally. Um, the man. Yeah, they got a really awesome thing going on there. Um, my
0: my wife once uh once she doesn't have to be around baby Sora Matt she is coming to yeah. solid
1: um oh my God I'm blanking out on like oh, your husband? oh my oh God your husband, husband maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Shane, I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, yeah. No, I'm thinking, like, in the town, people, you know, who have you worked with? No, No. you're
0: uh,
1: Becky from third grade. It doesn't matter. No, no, Shane, when you listen, yeah, I'm very appreciative of all the time you spent away from our family and, and how much you do for us, and so here is my my what <laughs> yeah it's been rough and he's he's a trooper and he um he is he's very grounding his energy i was is just like going to mention that yeah, i was just going to mention that he is um nice he's he's a grounded stable
0: good person yeah
1: he's he's yeah, nurturing he is an awesome cook too he, oh like, bonus likes to cook likes to bake and like is good at it
0: are you uh, a, do you eat a normal diet? Do you eat a vegan diet? Do you eat?
1: Uh, no, I eat an everything diet. Yeah. I don't eat a lot of sugar. I don't like sugar. I don't really have a sweet tooth.
0: Oh, okay. So that helps. <clears> yeah, don't have
1: that. Um,
0: Pasta though? I eat,
1: I make the weird stuff at home. I'll be like, can we make tempeh? I'm done eating meat. Like I go through phases. Okay. But like,
0: I'm done eating meat right now too. Yeah, like, Salmon. I eat salmon. Yeah.
1: I eat like clean meat, antibiotic free, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But I like vegetables. I like, mm. you know, I don't drink any coffee. I cut coffee out. Oh, <gasps> How's that coffee, going for you? amazing. Mm, coffee um, was not helping.
0: I will do yoga, but this is going too far. <laughs> no <Kim>. coffee,
1: yet. <laughs> done. Hey
0: Kim, um, how do people get in touch with? Are, are are you ready for people to get in touch with you about your new venture, or how's this work?
1: I mean, I do acupuncture out of my home. Um, I have a very limited schedule because of the kids and because I can't really do nights or like late late afternoons. <clears throat> but um, I always say, you know, reach out to me. I'm on Facebook, Messenger, or whatever. I'm, on, I'm not actually not on Facebook a lot. I don't check.
0: So how can they get to you?
1: Um, Instagram. Uh, cup of Chi. Cup of Chi underscore acupuncture is my handle on that. And then Shakti Junkie is my personal <laughs> uh, Instagram handle. So like you it? can get to me that way if you want. And then um, Facebook, my name. Yeah, right on. Either way. So, yeah, just like ask me questions and whatever. All
0: right. Well, Before this work. actually isn't over. We're going to end it for now. Later on, we're going to be yeah. doing some fun stuff. Yeah. And uh, for now, let's just end it with a nice deep breath. Okay, ready? <sighs> we'll
1: start just by... Sensing our body here and taking a few deep breaths. And just allowing yourself to come into the space you're in, whether you're si- sitting, lying down, whatever feels comfortable for you. begin to feel your body, your breath. Letting your awareness and your senses tap into the space around you and the sounds, the sensations in your body. The sound of your breath. and sensing the weight of your body supported by the floor if you're choosing to lie down or your seat, whether you're sitting. And This meditation is themed at tending the heart meditation, tending the heart, connecting your heart, your center, your authentic self, with the mind, so that we can sense our wholeness. All of us feeling less fragmented and more united within. So we'll begin by just taking a long, deep breath in through your nose, and a light, nice long exhalation, and letting yourself be. So the more we feel our empowered expression into the world the more we actually get in touch with the places in us that feel small and tender and the places in us that may lack confidence or might feel fear. The more we are creative with our expression the more we may feel more of our doubts in the places that have felt disappointment. all of these sensations are lurking in the heart and are calling to be met with loving attention, with the greatest compassion and tenderness, like you would for a great friend or even a child. How do you dance between your creative empowerment and expression and your vulnerability? allowing yourself to be seen and heard how are you gentle and loving to yourself let we begin by welcoming all of the parts of you here and now Finding simple pleasure in your own body rhythm, in your own breath pace. Maybe you're sensing the pulsation of the heart. moving through your blood, moving through your muscles, moving through all parts of your body. And just finding that simple pleasure in being and letting yourself be. And with some compassion and curiosity begin to bring your breath and your awareness to the parts of you that feel strong and the parts of you that feel whole and feel vibrant and this could be your own strengths it could be your physical body your physical strength could be maybe your creative ideas and your passions. And acknowledging all the areas that you feel confident in life. All the joys that it brings. All the blessings you feel around. Maybe family and friends. maybe your health, maybe the goals you've met, career, opportunities, relationships. Notice any sensations or awarenesses or thoughts that come along with these insights. Feel the grace and the gratitude. Breathe that gratitude and grace down into your heart. going to be giving compassionate breath and awareness and curiosity and especially more love and more empathy to the parts of you that feel hurt the parts that may feel empty the parts that may be lacking confidence the parts of you that are self critical or judging. And this again can also be physical, our health and our body, even our mind. And be gentle with yourself here without judgment. Awarenesses around possible fears or anxieties might show up. Places that feel uncertain. Just breathe into those sensations. And notice where those sensations live in your body. your back. Maybe they just feel like obsessions of the mind ruminating. And take your breath awareness to wherever they go and wherever they're lurking. And bring your breath with compassion and love to your body and to all of those places. Breathe and allow them to inform you. Now slowly bring a full big breath inhalation into your nose and let it fill up your belly and rise and expand up into your chest. And imagine your heart making space for all of this awareness, everything you're holding. And if that feels good, take a a few more big breath inhalations, nice and slow, into your nose. Again, let it fill up your belly and let it rise and expand so you can feel your chest and your ribs open up. And making space for all of this. And now imagine placing all of these awarenesses as offerings to the altar of your own heart filled with love and light. Again, deep compassion for yourself and to yourself as you would a friend or a child. Meet yourself at this altar in your heart where it's safe, where you can rest. And relax here in this light. Honoring yourself, honoring all that is, as it is, let it be. imagine yourself bowing to this heart altar bowing down to what is so acknowledging what is here at this place in your heart with no judgment and no harshness just tending that space keep bringing breath in and exhaling breath out As you rest and release, it is here that your mind might begin to review or drift off. And let it all be. Let it review. Let your thoughts drift in and out, just like a current, an ebb and a flow. And they move, might flow wildly from place to place. just gently anchor your breath to each one and bring yourself back into your breath body and into your heart altar offer this phrase to your heart altar and yourself by repeating I am compassionate awareness I am compassionate awareness compassionate awareness. getting any residue of the mind or any stuckness, any tensions, any obsessions in the mind, imagining them beginning to melt down, emptying down into the heart space, just pouring it down into the heart, Sending those little bit of residues down into the fires of the heart. Imagining the warmth and the safety and the love there. Let your whole self meet yourself in the center of your chest in your heart with all of your thoughts and feelings. It might be here that you'd like to Perhaps take a hand and bring it to your chest or even your belly or a place that feels that you're called. Here, at our belly or our chest or anywhere we're holding tension we begin to release and transform the harsh ways of poking and prodding ourselves that we should be better or more perfect we allow these ideas to be burned away and transformed and letting ourselves be be who we are as we are The deepest expression of ourselves, our authentic, true center, heart, love, and awareness. Letting yourself be. We bring more loving awareness and attention to those little uncomfortable energies inside. We learn how to meet them with grace and with love. And we bow to these uncomfortable energies as they are our gifts and our teachers as we continue to keep facing them. bring all of our strengths and all of our weaknesses into our heart fire with kindness for ourselves and kindness to ourselves. And it is here we can send this loving kindness out to someone who might come to mind. Maybe they need to feel this compassion and this kindness within to themselves so that they can share it outwardly as well and send a blessing to this person Begin to close the space here. Let's take a nice cleansing breath in. Maybe relax your jaw. Just bring breath in through your nose. Your face is soft. Your brows relaxed. Your body's nice and centered and heavy and supported. And just let a long exhale come through all the way to the bottom of your feet. And cycle that breath a few more times. In our closing blessing, may we find more artful ways and gentle ways to make friends with all of the different energies inside of us. May we find time to slow down, to unpack these energies and allow ourselves time to meet our deepest self, to meet ourselves where we are in our journey and attend our hearts and our minds with more grace and compassion for ourselves and then for others. And we'll close our practice here with an inner smile, where we just bring a breath in and just smile to your own centered heart. allow yourself to feel the peace inside the steadiness the kindness and compassion so that you can walk back into your day with more clarity and more love and more kindness make your transition nice and slow as you gently blink your eyes back open and slowly transition yourself back into the room or the space that you're in still feeling the sensations around you and taking in that energy